Hi, y'all. My name is Danasia, and I am a 22-year-old Taipei Black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old Taipei Black girl from AZ living in Denver, working remotely for Cisco as a business analyst. Season five is here, and we cannot wait to share more about our personal lives, working big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as Taipei Black girls. Hope you enjoy. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Everyone, welcome to season six, episode two. So glad to see y'all, or virtually. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're watching, if you're listening, hopefully by now, like we've done already one season on YouTube. So hopefully you guys are now watching us on YouTube. But if you haven't, um, moms, how about we just shamelessly plug everything? Absolutely. Okay. So first, first, um, please click the link in our link tree on Instagram or in our show notes um, to join the Taipei Taipei Black Girl community on GroupMe. We already have a decent amount of y'all on there, which we were really shocked that a lot of y'all signed up so freaking quickly. But thank you so much. We even have a like a networking tab and we have a um, book club tab because we'll be reading One of Us is Lying. So on to that, because we're reading One of Us is Lying, we'll have three meetings throughout season six. We'll give reminders in the group me as well, like as well as like on the story and on the main. But like, please join the group me because that's where you'll get the bulk of the information. And um, finally, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're currently at 121 subscribers. And we really want to get to 200. We were really trying to get to 100. And we finally did, I think, right before off season. Um, yeah. So let's go ahead and get to 200 because we know it's more more than 121 one of y'all here. So yeah, that's all the shameless plugs at the moment. <laughs> all of our announcements. Yeah. Um, but if you guys are new here, we always do a rose, bud, and thorn at the beginning of the episode. Um, your rose is something good throughout your week. Your bud is what you're looking forward to next week. And your thorn is something like terrible in your week. Um, yeah. So I'll go ahead and share because it's been a week. Like we, of course, always debrief before we start podcasting. So I told Faith like almost all of these. Um, so first, my rose is that I just went to Beyonce yesterday. Yep. You know, that's been my bud for like damn near a whole season. Like I was really looking forward to this Beyonce concert and literally the lady showed out. I'll say it once. I'll say it again. She's the greatest performer alive. Argue with your mama. Like, I love the lady. I loved her before this, but now I really love her. And if you guys are following me on Instagram or even saw the um the Happy Black Girl story, like, I had ended up breaking my shoe right when me and Paul, who's tight P Paul, like you guys remember yeah. him from last season. Me and tight P Paul went, and mind you, we already are off some beatboxes before. <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all. Then beatboxes, if you don't know, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of like cut water or like a buzz ball almost, but like they don't taste bad. Like they taste like juice, which is dangerous. Mm -hmm. So we had drinking like uh, the blue raspberry flavor and Mm -hmm. we're in the Uber on the way there. And we had already agreed in the Uber. We are not sitting in our seats, baby. We're getting upgraded today. We don't know how, we don't know when, we don't know why, but we just need to be close to that lady and originally our seats were in section 222 which was in when we're in MetLife so like it's a huge stadium so we were like nah we need to be closer for one I got bad eyesight and two I need to be down there so we had agreed on this right so we had a mission that when we came into the stadium we need to start talking to the ticket master people whatever booth we can find and start asking for upgrades so we had done that to a couple different stations and then we went up an escalator to go to the next section and why did my whole shoe get caught in the escalator and like rip all the little strings off of it yeah. so I could not walk and you know I'm a platform girl because heaven forbid I'm 5'3 like I need to be 5'5 five, five and above yeah my whole platform was gone 
Paul talking about, friend, can't you just uh go barefoot on one foot? Danasia would absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's good. I said, first of all, one heel is like three inches. So I'm like limping if I do that. And two, I'm not putting my bare foot on this ground. It's just not going to happen, babes. So we were like, we got to figure something out. So Paul went to go find me tape or stapler or whatever. And he ended up finding a lady who knows how to fit shoes, like specifically for concerts, because this happens often, apparently. So we go to her and she staples the hell out of my shoe. I'm talking about stitches. That's what it gave. Stitches. When I tell you, it was like 30 staples on my shoe on one side. And she was like, okay, baby, that should be good. And sends us about our merry way. And she also said there was somebody on another section that might have some extra flip-flops in case the staples give out. So we go to that section and the lady's like, oh, honey, like, this is not going to work, girl. You need something different. So she gave me a pair of like old Navy flip-flops and told us about the tickets too. Because we were, you know, Paul going shamelessly plug like, hey, if you got any tickets, you know. We would like those. Mind you, we're yeah. trying to be all professional. I'm in a in a mirror silver looking dress. It looks like a disco ball. Disco and ball, yeah. <laughs> Paul's in some some chrome booty shorts. Like we are not the type to be over here trying to negotiate right now. But the lady was like, come back at eight for your flip-flops and to see if there's any type of like upgrade. And I'm so glad we went to her because there was a girl that looked like Betty White. Like she looked dead ass like Betty White. We went to her first and she was like, We don't do upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> then we went to the second lady she talked about come back at eight and like whispered it so we was like freaking out so every time we we, we had to go get food or something to distract ourselves because we had 30 minutes to wait for that and so every time we walked past the ticket booth i started limping i put a little bit of, a little bit of extra oomph in that limp paul talked about today you got to play it up so even though the limp wasn't that bad with shoe when i was walking past that booth i was huffing and puffing like really putting on a show like I had to make sure this lady knew that my shoe hurt. Like I could not walk. So I'm like literally dragging my left foot like across. And then, and then once I got past the booth, I just start walking normal. <laughs> so <laughs> we come back at eight. No, we come back at seven fifty Cause Paul's talking about it's best for us to be early. Like this is like a job interview. <laughs> so one time you want to be early. Come one on time. Now. So we come back at seven fifty, and she gives me a pair of old Navy flip-flops. And then it's like one second and she comes out of the ticket booth with two wristbands and she said i'm gonna up your, i'm gonna upgrade you guys to the four seats and i didn't even hear nothing else past that because me and paul be, you know we are our two very dramatic people so we mm-hmm. crying paul falling out on the floor like <laughs> paul <laughs> like me too though and i'm like everybody looking by like get up so we made a huge scene and the lady's like be discreet i'm like nah we are not discreet you you you, you gave the wrong people tickets to be discreet so we ended up getting floor tickets and before this we had been trying to gallivant through the stadium and look on Ticketmaster to see which seats weren't bought yet and there mm-hmm. was like in on the near the floor there was an a thousand dollar seat like near the floor that was very close we start going towards there the security man gonna go ah, ah, ah nah go back upstairs we said, <gasps> like, we thought we were so slick, but they were strict. Beyonce wow. had them on, tuh, on they P's and Q's. Like, that man yelled at us. With, I said, Paul, turn around. He talked about, maybe he didn't see us. Maybe I said, he's talking to us. I could tell you right now he's talking to us. And while we're walking back up, someone literally buys that ticket. Like, people were buying $1,000, $2,000 tickets up until the, the last 15 minutes of the show. Like, what? It was insane. So that lady really hooked us up. Um, and we ended up being on the floor, like, 
close enough to actually see the lady when she walked by our section. Like it was kind of like club Renaissance was the middle and we were on the other side of the stage. So whenever she walked by, like we could see her and stuff. And it was just amazing. Like me and Paul damn near knew the choreo. So like anytime she started doing stuff, we did it too. There's one song where she's like, you know, passengers on my plane, me and me and Paul doing the, the plane arms, like (laughs) (laughs) take it to another level. Like, yeah, we were literally showing out and the girls behind us were like, just as into it. Like we just had a great time. I met some sores. Like we, we had a great time. Um, so that's my rose because you know I've been looking forward to that. And yeah. next Sunday I'm going to Brent. So this is this is a crack. <sighs> it's gonna be a lot. And you know Brent is my man, my man, my man. So yeah. I now that I realize if I put my mind to it, I can really do it. I'm setting my mind to meeting that man again. Yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I also didn't know how we was gonna get upgraded to seats this time, and it worked. So all together. And I think last episode I had mentioned everyday people, or I'm not sure if I did, but I went to everyday people this weekend too. And I finessed those tickets because I, that, that event is always sold out. Like every time it happens, it's sold out within minutes and I couldn't get tickets. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just, I'm going to just reach out to the host and be like, Hey, this is a long shot, but if you got tickets, can I please have one? Yeah. Or two or three, because I had friends. So I said, well, you know, I got to bring the girls with me. And I reached out to this girl and she was like, I actually happen to have tickets and I have a whole mailing list that I literally send to black women only about events that be happening in New York that are usually sold out. So I'm going to put you on that mailing list. You just send me your email. Puts me on this mailing list and then sends me the link to get the tickets with a family and friends discount. So I'm paying less than GA anyway. And me, me, me and Lizzie all get our tickets and have the best time at everyday people. Okay, like, absolutely love. Um, it started raining, and they started chucking ponchos at people. Like, I saw that. Insane. Yep. Some people were just partying in the rain. And I said, if you got bot braids in, I don't blame you. I would, too. But my hair is straight right now, and I need to be under something covered. Something. So, listen, all together, that happened. Um, and some man had walked past me and, like, put his arm, like, all up on my butt. Like, like basically groped me while I was going up the stairs. And so I pushed his hand away. And he was like, I was just trying to help you up the stairs. I was just trying to help you up the stairs. And I said, no, you weren't. And I kept going upstairs. He follows us upstairs. And I guess he had friends up there. And he's like complaining to his friends. Yeah, I'm trying to help that B out. And she over here moving my hand. I said, you trying to help who out? Who are you calling a B? So we going back and forth about it. And I'm like, no, I'm not gonna tolerate no disrespect because who are you talking to? You knew what you did. His friends talk about what you talking about. Da, da, da. I say, you're a grown man. You came up here to continue complaining and ranting to your friends, knowing I could overhear you. You know what you're doing. So I say that to say, um, there may be some crazy men, everyday people that you just got to watch out for. But the rest yeah. of them were very nice and courteous. But besides that, we had a great time. Cool. Yeah, no, I, obviously, as y'all can tell from my eyes, I didn't know that part. <laughs> Yeah, no, I say that part because I was like, this is really like, I got to let the girlies know on TikTok. I mean, not on TikTok, on um, the podcast that it'd be a lot happening. Um, And my other thorn is that um, I went to an everyday, uh, not everyday people, um, Zoe 101 premiere. That's also a a rose. I got invited to the Zoe 101 premiere, the reboot. Um, So fun. I had a blast. But we went to a Jamaican restaurant afterwards and we're sitting there eating a jerk chicken and we start hearing tweet, tweet. 
<laughs> and I'm like, I just thought it was just me. But then my friend Dina's like, y'all hear Tweety? And I said, I know, I've literally been hearing it the whole time we're here. And she's like, do you think they got actual chickens and birds back there? Because they talk about all this meat is fresh. Do you think they really got birds back there? It was coming from the back of the restaurant, moms. I'm convinced they had live chickens back there. And I'm sitting there looking down at my jerk chicken. And I said, this is enough to make somebody go vegetarian. Because you got actual chickens back there? You got chicks back there? They're going to grow up to die? You got them back there harvesting? That's crazy. Um, I mean, support small businesses. But just know, if they say fresh meat, they might actually mean it. Um, <laughs> and then my wow. other thorn is that I have a lot of thorns, y'all. We just realized we haven't done a full catch-up episode. So the world's yeah. one thorn is really the only chance we get to talk to y'all about what's going on in life. And frankly, life is, it's been a lot of life right now. Yep. Um, I went on a ferry with Mia after work. And it was really fun. I mean, a very, very bumpy ride. Let me just say that. I thought it was going to be smooth sailing, but I was feeling a little seasick halfway through. And there was a family out on the back of the of the boat, and they were taking pictures and stuff. And we're like, oh, like we should take pictures too. So me and Mia start taking pictures. Then one of the boys comes up to us, and he says, do you mind if I take a picture of you both? And I said, <laughs> I said like, like, of us? And he said, yeah. I said, what do you mean by that? He was like, well, I'm just from India, and this is my first time really seeing. <laughs> I said, seeing what? It's like, it's like, well, I'm just visiting from India. Like that's all he. That's all he left it at. <laughs> that's all he left it at. I was like, you want a picture of us? Like just us? He's like, yeah. And I said, well, I mean. Me and me, I didn't know what to say, but like he was, he wasn't, he didn't have any bad intentions. He was a nice guy. He was just genuinely, ha- I realized he had never seen black people before. Yeah. And so Mia said, how about we settle on a selfie? So we literally sat there and took a selfie with this man. He said, thank you so much. I said, you have a great day. <laughs> I said, that's not really a thorn. It was just very interesting. Very odd. And I said, it'd be a lot going on here in the city of New York. I mean. It's always and his mom was off in the corner smiling like, good job, honey. Like, yeah. Crazy. Oh um, I think I think that's all my updates, moms. It was a lot going on this past week. Wow. I mean, I thought you were, it was going to go for 20. So, and we're only at 12. So, hey, even nine. So, hey, I'll take it. Um, so, okay. So, for my rosebud and thorn, um, Rose, I hit my year at work. It will be officially tomorrow, but like with the quarters and stuff basically I hit my one year today um so that was fun I was like I'm a one-year-old like this is I feel like I need to get a cake or something like I'm in cake girl like at least a one-year candle like we got it this is big like I'm realizing that like not I got it out the mud but a lot of the girlies that I went to elementary school middle school and high school with like it's giving like I made it in comparison to like a lot and like sometimes I, I think I don't I'm not grateful for where I'm at, but sometimes comparison can be like, you actually, you did your big one. Mm -hmm. You really did your big one. Like not a lot of people can say they moved to two different cities outside of their hometown and, and did it all by themselves. Like no, not a lot of, so it, it's just a, it's just a lot of realization during your first year. And now that I've hit my, basically my one year, I'm like, 
shout out to me for real. Like, I think as type A girlies, we don't really give ourselves that much credit. So mm. living, live, loving that vibe. Um, also, I'm a lazy girl. If if you guys don't know, this may be your first episode. I'm a lazy girl through and through. If comfort or sleep or on the docket, I'm going to choose it every time. So Lola is, you know, a Nigerian man. So if you guys don't know, Dammy's my boyfriend. I call him Lola. I go back and forth. Dammy is a bit, is Nigerian man. So when he sees something that needs to be cleaned, he does it right then and there. When I see something that needs to be cleaned, I said, okay, I'll do it at nighttime. So that's kind of where some disagreements have come around. So I say, you know what? Because I have a little bit more disposable income because you pay rent and I don't want to have this disagreement again. Let me just go ahead and start paying for cleaning because it's been in the budget, but I haven't done it because I was like, you know what? I can clean with you. Like it's, it's cool as something to do together, but it's not fun. And if it's not fun, they's probably not going to do it that many times. So um, our, we have a cleaner coming tomorrow and I'll get like, let you guys have updates. But like his apartment complex is very bougie. Like they have cleaners for the apartment complex and you just have to book them through an app. I said, I like that. And there was like mm-hmm. a $55 discount. I said, I like that too. So, yeah. yeah. So um, I will be, he's like, you need to watch her to make sure she does because I'm like, okay, so I'll be watching the lady or the man, whoever comes tomorrow for to clean a house. I'm like, I can't wait. Like, I'm so excited for somebody else to be cleaning this house. Like, I feel like I'm so financially stable that I can hire a cleaner. Like, that feels financially stable. So, and it's not going to break the bank because it's in the budget vibes. Right. Yeah, very excited for that. Um, But this is kind of like a rose slash bud. I, if you're in Denver, um, there's this thing where it's called Vibes in the Park, and it's all these black people just in the park. And honestly, it was so great. We low-key got lost in the beginning because my little brother, Matt, and um, Dammy, we both we all went. And we all ended up just wearing, like, a white tops and jeans, and it really wasn't planned. And my little brother was like, oh, like, I, I brought this, um, like, this uh, flannel. And I was like, no, it's Vibes in the Park. Like, it's time to be naked, you know? So I wore, like, it's in the park. Why wouldn't we do it's summer and it's hot. Like, not compared, obviously compared to Phoenix, it's not hot. But like, I haven't been in Phoenix weather in a very long time, so this is very hot for me. Because Denver rains freaking. It's either rainy or cold or windy. So when it's hot, I'm not used to. It. And it was very humid yesterday. Anyways, we ended up finding it. I literally DM'd the 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 um the Instagram. I said, "Hey, I'm lost. I don't know. I, I, please help." And he's like, "Hey, yeah, uh, it's on the flyer." This whole time, mind you, I've been wanting to go for like a month or two. Um, I thought it said 21 and up this entire time, but there were children on the flyers. So I was so confused. Moms, why did it say 21st in York? So. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that little epiphany vibe. So it's like 13 minutes it. walk. We go and, you know, we I start hearing, hearing the Cupid Shuffle, all of, all of those Cupid Shuffle adjacents. And I'm like, Lola, can you come? And he's like, mm, no, like, it's too hot. Like, I'm not really trying to move. I have my fan. So he's just trying to, like, he got this pink bunny fan, fan trying to fan himself out because it's really freaking hot. I'm like, Matt, will you come with me? Because we're, like, we're on the outskirts and we're not in the middle. And he's like, I don't really dance. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be a girl and be a girl, a cute girl. So I go, mind you guys, I have, this is going to come into play. I have a crop top, but basically like it's a, it's like a curtain crop top and it's very under booby, like very under boob, like curtain under boob. Mm. That's going to come into play soon. So I do my little dancey dance and then 
I don't know if you have have to have done not the Cupid Shuffle the. Uh, I don't know what it is, but there's this one version where they be spinning. The, you is know it what? the Tamia the Tamia line dance? No, I'm a, okay. Black line dances. Uh, not electric slide. I don't know, but if the there's one where I, you should. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like they all gotta spin. No, oh here's the thing. I think I just started seeing the spin, but also just started going out. So maybe that is it. But there's there's a spin and everybody's doing the spin version. And I'm just like, okay, well, I guess I got to do the spin version. I'm doing the spin version. Y'all know I got motion sickness. So I'm literally like, Oh, I can't do it. I can't do spins every two, eight counts. Like I'm getting very dizzy. So whatever. So then I run back and then there's another dance. So I'm like, you guys want to come? And then he's like, no, it's hot. So I go back and I do the dance and I go and I'm like, can we get closer? Like, I just want to get closer. Like I want to be with the girls. Like I want to, I want to be with the people. I don't want to be on the outskirts. Cause we just look yeah. at each other. Just, they're dumb. So we go in the middle and I see these, this group of girls and they're having such a fun time. And I'm like, they look like approachable. Like I want to approach them and I, I haven't made friends in so long. Like, oh my gosh. So I was like, okay. Aww, I love so I this. Oh, moms. Uh, it was so great. So I went up to them and I was like, hey, like, I don't have anybody to dance with and you guys look fun. And they were like, oh, we were just talking about you. And I was like, what? And they were like, oh my gosh, we were just talking about how nice your boobs were. I said, oh, <gasps> That's like instant friendship. And I said, girl, I just got these. And they were like, what? And they had accents. And I was just kind of, I was trying to figure out where they was from, but I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, nah, I didn't get surgery, but like, I just went through my second puberty and I have, I haven't always had my boobs. So now that I have them, I want to show them. They're like, absolutely. So we're chopping it up. Turns out they're au pairs from South Africa. What? crazy they were like yeah we got lost on the way here we took the transit here they they were they kept on calling the line to like for the jerk chicken accused they kept on um the, the only like close like food vendor was jerk chicken and they were like what's jerk chicken and i was like like jamaican food and they're like we're from south africa we don't know what that is and i was like so they had to look up what jerk chicken was on tiktok i was like what is going on like it was crazy and they were all super cool like they had all really cool names but you know when people have really long names they'd be like just call me this everybody yeah. had to just call me this and i'd be like so what's your real name and i'd be like yeah i'm gonna call you the nickname yeah i'm gonna just call you that actually yeah, i like Susan. yeah so they were all cool and i told lola i want to leave by five but that's when it kind of got popping because if it's from three to seven we got there at three thirty. I was going to say, if it's, th- it's from three to seven, I'm showing up at five. Yeah. And that's when it got lit. But that's when I said I wanted to leave. But then so Matthew and um, uh, Dammy were just like chilling and talking about exercising. Because um, Matthew's very into exercising. He looks like an anime character like that. He got the veins the whole night. And he also doesn't realize how handsome he is. Like I was like, I think you got body dysmorphia because you are a handsome man, you know. And so the the South African girlies were like, are you here by yourself? And I was like, no, like my boyfriend and my brother just don't like to dance. So I, um, they're like, okay, which one's your brother? I said, my brother's the muscles, my boyfriend's the green hat, the bigger guy. It's like, okay, he's so handsome. He's so fun. Oh my gosh. Can we get a better look at him? Like, can you, can you like move your boyfriend so we can see him? So I'm like, yeah, I got y'all. So I literally, I have my socks on. So I'm like running and I'm like, hey, sweets, can you move this way so they can see Matthew? And they're like, I'm like, and I, I'm like, yeah, the girls over there like you. And he's like, and he starts blushing. And I'm like, oh, this is so good. Because I never had a brother close to my age. All I have is Griffin. And if y'all don't know, Griffin is like 
12, 13, 13. So still, you know, a little, a little growing boy, but he's not a man. So I've never had yeah. this with brothers. So really fun, really cute. Like it was just like, wow. And I was like, Hey, you guys, I have to leave. They're like, no. And I was like, yeah, I've been extending the 15 minutes every other 15 minutes. So it's time for me to leave, but I would love to get dinner. And because they're au pairs, they're like, yeah, we live with the fa- the host family. And I was like, mm. that is just such a crazy concept. Like one girl had only been here for less than a week. Like she just started her, her au pair she get they get two years to be au pairs and they have to find new jobs or they have to go back to South South Africa. So wow, is yeah, that's that's so interesting because I've heard of people doing that like kind of like a study abroad thing, but they like they're au pairs while they live in that country. But I don't know, it's like an exchange program almost. Yeah, I I definitely want to learn more, but they were all so cute and fun, and it was just so good. And I I guess this was like kind of like the weekend for me to like make like friends through Instagram. They were like, do you have WhatsApp? I said, I don't, but I can download it for you guys. They were like, let's make a group chat. So we're probably going to have dinner soon. Very excited. But on Friday, um, I saw this girl and she had a pink. And if, I don't know, if you have pink on, like, I just feel like you're automatically a girl, like a girl's girl. That's just kind of what it gives. So then yeah. just a slew of pink girls came. And I'm like, what? One of the pink girls took a really cute picture of me on my digital camera. I was like, this is so cute. So um, but I was like, I want to go see them. Like, I want to go. I want to be friends with them. Like, I haven't made friends out here at all. So um, I was like, Lola, like, one of them has a kid. Like, I'm scared. Like, they might really be grown. Like, they might be, like, 27. And he's like, Faith, just go up there. Like, you've been saying you want to make friends. Like, I'm not going to force you, but I do think you should go. Go up there. I'm like, hey, I just want to say you guys, you're so beautiful. And they were like, we were just talking about how you and your your man look so nice. And I was like, oh, because Lola had taken me to Ruth Chris for my promotion. And so I was looking all nice. The body was bodying. I didn't get any pictures, but the slit, oh, the slit was like. And I've realized I either dress like a thought or a part of LG. Like there's no in between. There's no in between. There's literally no in between. Like I love to show a good boob, but I also love a good big shirt and like Birkenstocks. Like it. So and and it's a very drastic one end, but at the same day, it's like comfort comfort and fashion like yeah yeah there, yeah there's no in between so yeah so I ended up getting their Instagrams and and you know when you be looking at Instagrams you're like yeah you're in your like late 20s versus your early 20s Instagram you be knowing so like it's, the little outlines Gen Z, Gen Z versus millennial thank you so I was like okay so they grown so but yeah so that was super super fun um I will be also another bud I'm flying my sister out to do my braids because she's not going to charge me all I have to do is buy her flight and so and it also gives us a reason for me hope and joy to all be in the same state because joy goes to school out here so and joy's like well let me know them dates so that she so I can schedule <laughs> my hair appointment I'm buying a flight so my hair is confirmed to be done I don't know about you little girl She's like, now she's being sent to a sister. She Girl, said two birds and one stone. Literally. Because she'd she be planning out, okay, this is when I can get my break. This is when I need to be natural, like joy. But Hope's going to be out here for like four, four days. So we'll see what, what can shake. And um, finally, for my bud, I'm going on a road trip. I told Dammy, I said, I'm going to go on a road trip this summer. And we're finally really? doing it at the end. And I want it to be surprised. I don't know. I don't want to know where we're going. I just want to pack and be, be somewhere okay kind of give me you know a little bit because i'm type a but i don't want to know um so we're going on a road trip right before i go to mexico for my work trip so it's going to be a lot in september and finally 
August is quarter start. So work is about to be some serious for the entire month. And it's just like, I'm, I'm getting tired just knowing how much work I'm going to have to do because with new responsibility comes a lot of power, but a lot of, I, a lot of brain power as well. And I'm just like, mm. this is a lot. Like it's up to me. Like there's nobody saying, Hey, did you do this? I own my own space now, plus another space, a few other spaces. So it's just a lot of, I'm just, I'm waiting to see if the new responsibility is going to align with what percentage my manager tells me after our talent reviews. So, yep. Hey, this is your sign to make sure you're talking about compensation and that making part. sure those responsibilities align with the compensation because a lot of times they don't. You gotta, you gotta do your own research to make sure they align. That part. And Cisco does this really stupid thing where unless you're going to like a whole nother sector of the company, your, um, your talent increase for pay or whatever it doesn't start until November 1st. So I ha- I'm, I've been doing the extra responsibility since the beginning of July, but I'm not going to get paid until November. So we'll see. Yeah, no, I'm due for my next rotation. And like everybody's first question was like, how much is the raise? Like, why is this just not more transparent? I feel like we should just know that up front. Cause realistically, that's the first question everybody asks. How much am I going to be getting paid? It's not even like, oh, you know, um, we don't care about the job. It's just like, can I sustain the lifestyle I have with the salary I'm going to get? That part. Because, I mean, we, we're living some lifestyles. Like, we're having we're fun. Having a great time. But bills are getting paid, but we're having fun. Having a, having a jolly good time. And jolly yeah. good times cost money. So, I mean, low-key... I've been coming up because the fact that I got those that Beyonce floor ticket, I looked at the price afterwards. Why were they going for like twenty five hundred? What? What? Where we were sitting? Yeah, like I was looking around. I'm like, wow, y'all really got some money, huh? But then I realized some people might have actually just got upgraded naturally, like us. So they might yeah. be looking at us, like, oh, they really got some money, yeah, huh? Yeah, Babes, I didn't pay. I didn't pay rent to come here. Why would I, I mean, I love Beyonce down, like yeah. love that lady, but, um, love my bed more and where I live more. With so all the concerts you have coming up. Absolutely not. Oh my God. I'm like, I have a lot going on in the later half of the year. The, the beginning of half of the year was, well, I can't even say that was chill either. It was a lot happening then too, but the later half, especially like post July is something every month. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I think same over here. I'm going to hold you. Uh, August, Mexico, September, road trip, I don't know, October, Lola's birthday, we don't still don't know what's going on there, November, cruise, uh, December, cruise, so, yeah, in January, I mean, y'all see what's coming in January, but I, me and the co-host may be in the same state. Listen, oh, and I tell you, my, my grandparents are trying to fly me out to Aruba and set me up on a blind date. That's new. That might be October. TBD. <laughs> what, moms? I can't even get into it because it'll be a whole nother rosebud and thorn. But yeah, my grandparents are going to a wedding in Aruba. And they were like, oh, like we want you to come with us. And there's a there's a young man your age going on the she trip. Love that one. Love that one. And they said there's actually two, but the other one got a girlfriend. And he bringing her with him. And the other one don't got nobody to play with. I said, play with? We're not babies. <laughs> but you know to them we still kids so yeah 
she was he was like, Yeah, this is this little boy is twenty three, da da da. And I mind you, I don't got no name, no nothing. Like I don't got no details. Instagram. No, Instagram. I said he don't got Facebook. Like what <laughs> like I need to know before I say yes that I'm about to be basically on a blind date. Like, who is this guy? And I said this really sounds like the start of like a Wattpad. So it could either go really, really well or it could be absolutely terrible. We don't know. Another addition to the failed talking stages, basically. Easily, which I have a couple stories for that that y'all might hear soon, but we really want to build out a very good episode for that because it's really on me. Like, That's it. It's on me. Like, face out the game. So I really got to do a lot of heavy lifting to give y'all stories. So it's really like, how many bad experiences with men can I get done within the next six months so we can have content to talk about? Like, that's what it's giving. And I don't like having bad experiences with men. So it's really like, it's a lot. Um. But, wow. I mean, let's go ahead and dive into this episode, y'all. This is a very long RBT. Hopefully, y'all didn't just fast forward through it. But um, this episode is all about cooth and decorum. I mean, you guys know that we say that term a lot, but it's really because people lack it. Like, there's just a lot of things that irritate us because we're like, it's not even about the situation. It's not even about what somebody did. It's the principal. And okay. the principal is telling me they don't got no cooth and no decorum. So we literally just have like rapid fire some things that we just think should be talked about as far as cooth and decorum goes, because realistically, why, why, why are people doing this? Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and start. For me, it's calling a man out of his name. Like, just leave him. Like, once you start calling a man a B word or like a P, um, you don't respect him. And once the respect is gone... You're gonna lose love, love interest quickly if you are if you did even love him in the first place. Like if I hear anybody in real life, I would think I've only seen this on like TikTok and like Twitter and things like that. But calling a man a female dog, <laughs> leave him. You don't like him. You do not I, like that man. Moms, when I read this on the document, I thought you meant a man calling you out of your name which oh both honestly both equally as bad but honestly also if a man is calling you out of your name there's no way you can realistically stay with him and that also goes for your family members if he's ever called your mom the b word and you still with him that man has no cooth no decorum no respect no because i'm i'm telling you my family drama but it's not for you to chime in and talk about that and never did that and they be thinking they obligated to have an opinion on that. This is not your family, babes. This not your my- circus and not your monkeys. Simple. All I I need you there to listen. Yeah. Uh, that just that just gave me heebie-jeebies. Mm-mm. Um, <laughs> something else that I just think people have no cooth and decorum when they do is when people either invite your invite themselves onto your plans, like. Like, let's say you're, like, talking about, oh, you know, I'm going on a trip here. Oh, I'm going. Oh, I'm going. No invite? Oh, wow. I, I was just trying to express my my, my my excitement. I didn't know this was going to be an issue. And on the flip side of that, I think also for people, if you are hearing people talk about plans, though, in front of your face, and they know that you're not invited, that also is no cooth and decorum, though. Like it's different yeah. if you have if you have, you're doing something by yourself. You're like, oh, I'm excited to be doing this, and someone invites themselves like that. But if it's a whole group, and let's say Susie, Becky, and Jack and Jackie are all going to dinner, and they're talking about how outside they all for dinner, but um, Victoria didn't get invited. That's that's wrong because you're talking about it in front of Victoria's face, knowing she's not invited. And- but it's also hard because like different friend groups. 
like not everybody like like for example travel like you don't want you don't want to travel with all your friends like there's certain friends that i'm like i love you in this vicinity but i would not want to be on a flight with you or a trip because i just we're not gonna be on the same page vibes and it's like yeah i'm going on this trip with this friend group and i'm very excited because i talk to you so often i'm telling you about the excitement but it's just it's a very great area when it when it gets to like the friend groups part you feel me? i think i think it's also like has that person hung out with those friends before if they have, they're going to feel some type of way. If yeah. it's like, oh, I'm planning a trip with three people and you've met all of them and we've all hung out together, but you're not invited, then it's weird. If it's like friends they've never met before or they're not close with, then maybe it's understandable. But I feel like if you know that like you're in a friend group and you invite everybody but two girls, mm-hmm. no coast. at least talk to them about it first. That way yeah. they're not just hearing about the excitement of the plans and being like blindsided by the fact that they weren't invited. Cause I've had, okay. I've literally seen that happen multiple times with like friend groups that I'm in where like, they'll be like, Oh, are you in the group chat for so-and-so trip? What group chat? Oh, wow. yeah. Fresh. I feel like that's no coop. At least tell them like, Hey, you know, we didn't get along on the last trip or like, we just did it. It can be hard to explain that, but I feel like it really ruins the friendship if you don't even bring it up. And you just act like everything's fine and be like, oh, we're going on this trip. That's it. And not mention (laughs) anything about it. Like, girl, come on. But also people inviting themselves too. I was raised, if it's not a solid yes, if it's a maybe or you can come if you want, it's a no. Because they don't want you there to begin with. Or, oh, I forgot to invite you. I didn't think you'd want to go. It's a no. That's how breakups happen. Because that's how mine started. Literally, because you weren't thinking about bringing me in the first place. I, if you're an afterthought, it's slow. Like I'm not going. If if you didn't even think to put my name in the bucket, I don't want to be in the bucket. Mm-hmm. I like to be a main character in all my friendships, and so that I think that's where it goes awry. Like, yeah, I, I or not even, there. not even if you're like outgoing and a main character, just thought about, like, consider. That's what I'm saying. Like Sasha, Chloe, Yasmin. I'm for, uh, Sasha, Chloe, Yasmin. Uh, Jade. yeah that that that's what that's what i wanted to give it never gave back character so if you're like oh i forgot nobody's forgetting about jay i guess i just did forget about jay but nobody's forgetting about jay you <laughs> yeah, know what i mean jay, yasmin ain't never been not invited ain't never been not invited so that's that's kind of what i want to give like i feel like i really put a lot of myself in my friendships and i want to bay easily that part easily. um Definitely whole nother ballpark, but $60 gel pedicures. <laughs> I came out here. I I was in the South and Phoenix and like, they don't really, nothing over 50. Cause, Cause the thing is, you, you got to do tips still. What? Nothing over 50? Yeah. For gel? Oh, wow. Yeah. So here. Even in Vegas, I was paying a lot. Like it was like for 60, now, 70. For nails, yes, but for pedicures? Wow. I yeah. miss the good old times when you would get a $25 pedicure. God. Thank you. So I so I have so it's hard because Aurora definitely has cheaper prices, but it's not a walkable city for me to get there from Denver to Aurora. There is a nail shop right across from my my apartment, but my apartment's very bougie, so it makes sense that it's a little bit more, more expensive. I went in there very luxury. I look at that paper, I said. $60 and I have to tip 
what? And I was like, this pedicure needs to last me for three months. Mind you, it only lasted two. But I was like, that means $20 per month. Like, you know what? $30 per month is fine. But it was just like, I, I, I have the money, but I don't want to spend it. Hmm. That's the thing. And I just had to be grateful as I was sitting in that chair because I was like, if your toes look horrendous, at least you have the money to spend this. And I was talking to our friend Kelly. I said, girl, I'm getting a $60 pedicure. She was like, I just want to get my toes done. Like, <laughs> and I, 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 it, I was about to start um, buying Amazon gel kits. Like that's moms. I might have to be after the second one. Cause I'm, I'm, I have to go get my toes done again. Like I'm not doing that gel pedicure right now during quarter start, but after this one in October, you might be seeing toes by faith, but only for faith. Cause I, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I can't pay $6 a third time. It, it just 75, I guess it just isn't in my blood. I can't. So that's, even though I have the money, I don't want to. Yeah. No I mean, when my, when my nail tech got pregnant, I mean, that was really the most money I ever saved because lady talking about, yeah, I just can't inhale those fumes anymore. And I said, I'm glad you know that because that baby can't be smelling acrylic all day, realistically. But I'm like, her base was like 90. And that's, yeah, if that's nails. only if you want, that's only if you want like basic color short, but I'm like that on top of paying like a, like, like, like you said, like $60 for a pedicure, you're running at least $200 a month on just upkeep yeah. for nails. Yeah. Easily. But I'm about to start getting my nails done and I'm just like, let me prep Lola's wallet now. Cause that's not coming out of mine. Cause he, he's been very adamant about like, he, when I got out here, please find a nail lady, please find a nail lady, please find a nail lady. Even typed in the Facebook group chat. Why do you have, why is he in a Facebook chat? I don't know, but he's like, Hey, my the, black people in Denver. Hey, my, my fiance is trying to um get, he loves to say that. I'm like, well, I don't, um, is trying to have her nails done. Anybody have any recs? Nobody sent recs. And side note, why did this man say he went to um five guys and it was like the last 10 minutes of the, sh- of before it closes, he going to say my wife's pregnant. <laughs> so that's that honestly that's it a really sense. good excuse for a man i'm not gonna yeah. lie because are they gonna tell them no your wife isn't like realistically exactly i said okay um uh, but yeah cool 60 dollars gel pedicures i guess i'm not used to it i guess that's just what is regular but i'm the south didn't didn't prep me for that let's just say that. so <laughs> and on top of that i mean this isn't on my list but like the places that have them little tip things and they be looking at you dead in your face when they turn the little iPad, like you going to tip me 40%. You literally didn't do anything. When I tell you, would it be the places that are like small businesses or like you can tell they really put love into your coffee. I'd be like, yeah, I'd be pressing that the lowest amount, but I'd be like, yeah, like (laughs) you deserve that, 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 that 5%. But it's like, if it's somebody like, I don't know. If, like you can just tell when the place should just have it as a default and think you're just supposed to do it just because. And meanwhile, they didn't do anything. Like it's already, it's literally packed food or like at Starbucks. Yeah. I got a cake pot, babes. Why are you asking for a tip? All you do is put it in a little Starbucks bag, and that's it. Like I can go back and there and do that. <laughs> I'd be like, they be turn around that iPad with the quickness. Like, all right, it's just gonna, it's just gonna prompt you one more time. Turn around the iPad. It's like. 
You want to pay $30 tip for your $5 cake pop? No, babes. No. I don't. Like, I always tip, but it's like, sometimes they, be, they begin a little outrageous because them, yeah. them percentages be pre-selected. And then if you select custom, you start holding up the lines, you try to custom put $3. <laughs> like, it's just a whole thing. Like, I don't know who started doing the iPad tip thing, but it's made tipping much more stressful. And the real problem is that we need to pay these people more. Like, this. simple. That's it. They wouldn't be... It's just going to ask you one more... Down. it's gonna ask you one more time like and then when they flip it and say they didn't get a tip you be like have a good day like the whole energy changed i'm like oh my god now i feel crappy the rest of the ride home like oh it's just it's a whole process um but on that note um one of my ones that i feel like people have no clue is when well i guess this is really applicable if like you ride public transit because i see this on the subway people that dead look at your phone when they're sitting next to you on public transit. Like I thought about getting one of, the, one of them privacy screens because I was texting. I, you know, you can just feel somebody watching you. I look to my right. I'm like, this lady's like <laughs> in my phone. Like she could have been texting. I didn't even need to text. She could have handed. I could have gave it to her and passed it off to her. You, you got it, babes. Like she was in my phone and she noticed I was looking. She could look up at me and smile. I said, turn around. That. No, no, the audacity, I guess, is the thing. Like, she a thought lot it was of A lot. I said, you got no cooth, babe. Because at least look away. Have, have some cooth. Like, if uh-huh. I ever get caught, like, looking, and it's usually not even intentional. I just might be looking this way and, like, you know, I happen to notice your phone. But realistically, I can't even see far. So I don't even know what you're typing anyway. And yeah. second, if I ever do get caught accidentally looking at somebody's phone, I'm turning away. Yeah. You won't catch me almost owning up to it and smiling (laughs) that's insane and honestly on that note um people that just do a lot of crazy stuff on the subway um me and Mia were riding home after everyday people and when I tell you I we have never been more scared so sometimes you just got to be really safe but this was on the path train so usually there's not really much that happens in the path train but as the doors close this man with like an all black hoodie and like all black attire steps inside right and he's mm-hmm. standing right in front of the doors and me and her are sitting across from the doors and me and her are talking and she looks and she her head goes down like immediately and she's like i've never seen this look on her i'm like what's wrong and she was like don't look now but the man across us across from us like in front of the doors literally looks like a demon I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, what do you mean a demon? She's like, just look, Denasia, just look, just look. When I tell you, her, we had about a 10 minute ride. She didn't, when she saw that man, she did not look back up the entire ride. And I said, oh, this gotta be something serious. So I'm like avoiding eye contact. And finally, I look up. And when I tell you I saw the scariest man I've ever seen in my life, he was wearing like an all black like hoodie, um, black jeans, black shoes. And he had this like ripped up bandana across his mouth and his nose. And the scariest part is that his eyes were completely red. Like, (laughs) I don't know how to describe it, but he had a pupil, but all the white was all red. And he had like this like, huh? Did he just like really high? 
no moms like it would look like he intentionally made his eyes that red mm. i think he's possessed then he had like a cross like etched like like it looked like someone took like a knife and like drew a cross through his skin across the way and i like saw his hands and he had like etzes like carved into him like somebody like drew like took a knife and went through his skin and like drew all of this and his face like moms when i tell you i have never seen any human look like that i'm not exaggerating like what i dead ass thought i had saw a demon and me and her boop, when i saw she said you saw it i said i saw it we weren't even referring to him as him we said did you see it because that man looked like he was straight from hell and we did not want to look up because we we're like we don't know what's going on but he kept looking only our way granted we were across from each other but with a man did not like when i looked up versus when mia looked up it was two minutes apart his eyes were dead set on us the entire time what and then we had to get off and mind you we didn't even it wasn't even our stop we said we gotta go like we don't care where he going we we get off at different stops but we were like we're not separating after i just saw that man or it <laughs> we're not separating babies we're locked in we just got to figure out how we're gonna get back to where we gotta go so yeah. we, <laughs> the doors open and he like steps aside to let people off the train and when i tell you we like like scurried past him like he was like a rat like we booked it off that train like completely ran and um we get to the elevator and mia's like mia starts running out of nowhere and you know me i'm not asking no questions while we run it run first ask questions later i said what's wrong i thought she had turned around and saw the man was following us because we genuinely thought he would have got off after we got off she said no i didn't want to miss the elevator i said you can't be running out the blue like that when we just saw a demon Talk about miss the elevator. Another one will come. She said, oh, I'm sorry. I said, she said, I'm on edge. I said, I'm on edge. We are both on edge. You can't be running. Like, why are we running? So we literally were like kept checking behind our backs because, you know, demons move fast. So we were like, realistically, he might not have got off the train, but maybe he, I don't know. It was giving some Michael Myers type stuff. Like he might be incognito and Bennett, he, he already waiting outside the station when we come out. Like we were shaking the entire time, the entire time. Like mom, that's insane. insane. When I think of demons, I think of either Bible Man villains or Star Wars villains. No, this think about if you can imagine somebody that looks possessed, this is what he looked like. That's literally what he looked like. And we had called one of our friends afterwards and told him about it. And we're like, no, you don't understand. He's like, Well, what what did his facial expression look like? I literally described it like this. He looked like he knew there was a bomb on the train. And was waiting for it to go off. Like he just looked like mischievous. Like he was just like, like he kind of like you couldn't see his face, but you could tell he had a little smirk. And it just looked like he just knew something we didn't. And that was the scariest part about it. Cause I was like, what is he up to? Like, we when I tell you we was looking down, talking about the man's shoes in front of us, because we did not look up the entire train ride. Oh my God. Yeah, so I said to say, out of the entire train, there was only three stops, and one of them is mine and one of them is hers. So he lived on one of them stops. And I can only imagine if we were um, by ourselves. So I don't even know where I was going with that. That wasn't even a bullet point. I just had to to share because that should have been a thorn. Um, A lot going on. Um, Looking at a phone that's not yours, that's where we were. Uh (laughs) What about you, moms? Wow. Um, This is more so for meetings, but talking over people and you know i feel like every team has that that two one or two people that just love to talk 
And I do. I am one of those people, but that's when we're talking about fun stuff. Like, what did you do over the weekend? That's when I talk more. When we're talking about actual numbers and things that like are to-dos for the team, that's not time for you to start talking over the main person. Or even if it's not a main person, why are we talking over important information? Wait your turn. We, you got a 30, 40, 50-year-old men and women. Why, if you see their lips and you see their screen, because typically they have their screen on, why, if you see the video lips moving, why are your lips also moving? I, I don't know. It just really irks me because it's like, obviously they're opening their mouths to say something important in this hour meeting. You, you're going to have at least two minutes minimum to talk. So wait your turn. Oh, I just begin. So I'll be, I'll be camera off, be like, <sighs> and it's always the same culprits. Mm-hmm. Every time. Like what you're saying is not that important to where you guys need to have like a little over, like a little interlude, like, like a little sister's grandma vibe. We don't need that. And it always be that little awkward. Oh, I just wanted to, uh, oh, well, I just, well, can I finish my, uh, well, just really quick. <laughs> like, shut up. Like, and the whole time, Wi-Fi don't be lagging. You know, I'm talking right now. Wi-Fi don't be lagging like that. You know, you can see my lips moving in a lot of time, babes. And they'd be yeah. like, I, I hate when they also, when you're finishing your sentence, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're like prepping for the, for the interruption. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, 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 Bob. I'm just thinking, like, let Bob, Bob been waiting all day to say this. Let Bob finish what he got to say. I just want to chime in. Don't. It, just, Wait. just one quick thing. If I look at it from my perspective, I hate to play devil's advocate here. If we could just <sighs> circle back, like, if we circle one more time. <laughs> Come on. I don't have the circle back girlies on my team, thank the Lord. But I, I was very scared because the girlies do like to circle back. Love to circle back, love to touch base, love to kind of reevaluate. <laughs> I'm like, just I, for me, I, I love a good sanity check. Quick sanity check because I don't want to mess up. I love a good sanity check. <laughs> um, correct me if I'm not understanding this correctly. Like, <laughs> yep. Maybe I, maybe I didn't hear correctly. Maybe I didn't hear all the way. But just in case, to be clear, it just it, it kind of comes with the territory. I'm not, I'm not going to hold you. Maybe we need to go back to the drawing board. But like, <sighs> and it, and it sucks that I actually say some of these things. Unfortunately, like you know, I've I've been has- I've been putting out fires all day, and I just like what fire. <laughs> what fire we're not like we're not saving lives here we're working with numbers that's That's so funny when you think about like corporate is really its own language because all those little phrases it's like just to piggyback like what how do we even come up with that i don't oh i don't know but i do know i'm not aligned with the full corporate jargon more so with emails with talking i can kind of make some shake um they like the authenticity of the way i talk but with emails I'll write my email what I think it should look like. I love AI. Throw that in the chat, GBT. I, I'll copy and paste it, and then I'll, I'll put an asterisk, make this corporate friendly. And they do it every time. Mm-hmm. And my email would be really feeling like very seasoned and corporate. Seasoned with corporate. And I'm like, that was a good email. I, I love that. that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to start using that. Gonna... It's really smart, moms. You got to do it. Because I suck at emails. I really do. You just got to know your strengths. That's not one of mine. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like Decca really did prep me for that because I, I, they had me in there sending emails, baby, and I was um, messaging corporate sponsors as a sixteen-year-old asking them to donate money, building out sponsorship packages. Talking about hello, crazy. um, to whom this may concern. Why? And they get emails talking about why is this sixteen-year-old asking for fifteen thousand dollars? <laughs> like, that's crazy. The fact that they had you, not even the I forgot what they were called. What? Not the counselor. The um, advisor. Advisor. That oh, yeah. I, it's so weird that you that used to be such a big part of our lives. Like, I would have never forgot the word advisor, but now I'm like. You know, a DECA page watched my story the other day. They are on y'all like, like white on rice. And only you. Like, I, I'm, I don't be checking, but I just feel like if I checked, the DECA girlies weren't checking for me. But why are they? I don't know. I said, I don't know who or what advisor be bringing me up because I feel like it'd be I don't know if any of my advisors are still there maybe or like my old counselor my old like um the head advisor state 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 advisor state advisor I feel Mm -hmm. like he still works for DECA so I feel like maybe he'd be bringing up like old students and stuff but I'm like why do I begin all these DECA pages following me and interacting like watching stories why are you watching my stories from the school DECA page now that's crazy that's a little insane, but um, that's neither here nor there. Um, my yeah. next point is that I don't. I think something that is no cool and decorum at all is when people are very bad hosts when you come over, <laughs> and I think this is just because like, or even when you're visiting some some people's places, a lot of people will walk into someone's house and not say hi to who owns the house or the host. No, that is crazy. It doesn't matter if I don't know anybody there. If it's somebody's home, where your mama at? I'm saying yeah, hi. Hello. Yeah, I'm introducing myself because realistically, my mom would would teleport here if she knew that I walked into somebody else's house and didn't say hi. And on that note, also, when people are bad hosts, like maybe it's just because I just realized I've been to a lot of people's houses, not many sleepovers growing up, but the few sleepovers I did have were very much monitored. And my mom would be like picking me up at 2 a.m., which is a whole nother story. She said, you know, I stay in the full night. But the times I went, I'm like, why did I leave there dehydrated? No blanket, like sleeping in the cold, like the girls corner of the couch, sleeping in the corner of the couch, like you literally using the cushions of the couch as a blanket. Like, people really don't be good hosts. And I feel like for me, when people come over, I'm making this an experience. So you love coming over to Denasia's house, okay? I make sure it smells good in here. You gonna come in? I'm gonna offer you some snacks. It might not be snacks that you want, but it's snacks that I like. This is all I got. So I'm offering you snacks. I'm offering you water or juice and making sure that you good. Like you yeah. don't ever have to ask for food here, like, yeah. or ask for something. Cause realistically, when I go to people's houses, I'd be like, no, I'm good. Whole time. Stomach on 10. Bro. Inside out. Eating itself. Inside my out. stomach is touching my back and I will never tell you cause I don't want to be a difficult guest. But yeah. for me, knowing that when people come over here, I'm like, you don't even got to mention it, baby. Go in there. It's on the counter. And yeah. I know you don't like opening fridges. Because I don't do that either. I don't like going to somebody else's fridge. Just let me know what you need. I'll go get it if you don't feel comfortable. Like, okay. just be a good host is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, maybe we need to teach a class or something. Maybe a master class. I don't okay. think many people need it. But it's the few bad apples that do that really make you like, dang. You wasn't raised right? Or like, does your mom know that you act like this? When guests come over. Because I don't think they can. She, she c- couldn't possibly. Because I know your mm-hmm. mom has a cooth in the corn. And I know she taught it to you too. So did you forget? We or would what? hope. We would hope. 
Fingers crossed. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, now, you know, this is coming up soon. When? I don't know. But a few of the mutuals have done this already. It's like, I've only met you once, if that. Assuming you'll be invited to a stranger's wedding. Now, I am in the circumstance, aka the era, where it's the when's face going to get engaged vibes. And so when I post very sappy stuff, because unfortunately I am at that point in my relationship where I'm posting sappy stuff, the girlies will be like, oh my goodness, I want to be invited to the wedding. And I'm like, I, that's, that's a cool want, but we can't all get what we want vibes, you know? And it's like, now you're putting me in the position where I have to be like, no, like, because what do you what, like? I, I don't. I don't. I don't what know. What the frick do I even say? And I really suck at like online messaging. Really suck because I'm like I don't know how they're going to take it, and I'm a people pleaser, and I always try to think of like how people are are taking what I say, and it, it's just it's just a lot on my brain, and it's just like please for the love of God, stop asking to be invited. If you get a get a save the date, that means you're invited. But if it's not, if you actually look or just look at the stress on a fiance's face, okay, after like that three month honeymoon phase, after they, she did, she done got engaged, she's stressed. Like the aunt, the auntie and the uncle was mad because the little babies can't come because the kids ain't invited. Like it's a lot of stress, and I'm I'm also wondering when I'm getting engaged. So please stop asking. Like I. I Unfortunately, yeah. this has happened more than once. And it's like, you're only my mutual that I interact with probably once every week. Cool, cool, cool. That does not mean we're friends, though. And I feel like with the age of, like, social media, it's so hard because it's like, yes, I'm in your close friends. Yes, you're in my close friends. Like, yes, we talk. But it's just like, but wedding? In my head, if I, would, if I wouldn't spend $200 on you, I'm not inviting you to the wedding because that's basically what it is. It's an event where I'm paying for y'all's food and y'all's enjoyment it's a it's a party that i'm paying for so <sighs> weddings are expensive so if you're not invited even if like if it's a really close friend and but it's a really small wedding don't be offended please because the prices that i'm looking at it's only gonna go up by the time i actually get married and, me and, do it. and me and lola are only inviting 50 people each so and that's including family and friends yeah Mhm. Mhm. So yeah, um please just have some cooth in the corn when swiping up. Say any other compliment except for I want to be I I want an RCP. I want a ticket to the wedding. Not a ticket. I I I would like to be a guest at the wedding. Say I send just send me a slurry of hearts and I'll know. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like you really got to gauge it cuz some people are like can't wait for the wedding, like, as, like, a joke. But some people are like, I want to be in the wedding. You know, like, I think you got to fill it out. Because I think some people, like, I've joked when people's posts, like, hey, can't wait for the wedding. I don't I don't know you well enough to go to the wedding, babes. Like, you know, like, I really feel like some people know their place. And some people might actually think, like, nah, I want to. I want to see you walk down that aisle and not on Instagram in person. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm really bad at gauging that. So I'm just gonna assume the worst. Mm-hmm. I'm, I really suck at gauging it, through, gauging things through in the, the internet. I just, I haven't. I'm not good at it. Um, but yeah, like literally, this girl, um, she was posting stuff about like an ultrasound, but then like she was like posting memes on her close friends, and I said, okay, are we keeping this baby so I can know if I need to say congratulations? 
And she said, yes, we're keeping it. I said, okay. Okay, this is making a little bit more sense. You asked her if she's keeping it. Moms, her entire close friends for the past weekend was so confusing. I'm like, what? are you pregnant? Are you not? You talking about your baby daddy? Talking about her baby daddy is trying to give her hush money. What? What's the hush money for? For an abortion? Like that's, I'm asking the hard hitting questions because I can't be confused for too long because I'm going to be irritated every time I I click on that green circle. Oh my. Congratulations were in order. So um, a lot of the girlies are getting pregnant and it's getting scary. It's getting real out here. It's getting real. I mean, y'all be easy. (laughs) Not me, though. (laughs) (laughs) And I definitely do want to have a mom on here because we talked about, like, you know, how we, when we want to have children and we're not having it now. But realistically, that's a reality for a lot of girlies. Girlies are getting pregnant because we are grown, unfortunately. But, like, to me, I'm a three-year-old, 20. I'm a a three-year-old, 20-year-old. I'm not 23. Yeah, like to me, I'd be like, I'm still 18. I'm just an 18 year old girl, guys. Like, girl, that's it, and that's all vibes. I'm just a girl. Like, realistically, when I turn 23, I'd be like, dang, that that number kind of getting up there. Imagine how we feel. I turned 24. Can you believe that? I'm turning 25 next year, moms. What the frick? (laughs) Yeah, it's getting real. It's It's getting real. real. I feel like I feel like it is helpful though, knowing like a lot of the girls, a lot of the girls that I know that are like in their late twenties are just living such great lives. Like it just makes me so excited for my late twenties because I feel like it's really just your early twenties, but with money and more fun. Like, and mm-hmm. and a and a developed frontal lobe, and I can't yes. complain about that. And a developed body. Hmm, grown woman body. Like realistically, the early twenties are a little unstable and ghetto. So I can't yep. wait for that time frame in my life. I mean. Mm. Will there be a child and a man involved in that? Yes. Oh, yes. For you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, me, I don't know. I can't I can't speak on it. Um, I'ma just let God do his thing. Um, but my my next one, because I know we're kind of running low on time, moms. Yeah. Um, I'ma just kind of combine like a couple of these. For one, yeah. I just don't like seeing all them taxes being taken out of my check. Um, that gross to net is very depressing. Let's just say that my next one, um, people that love to one up you. I hate when you talk about something you're excited about or like, you know, like, let's say you just, you just want a free trip somewhere. Yeah. Someone's like, Oh, you're going somewhere. Oh yeah. I did that already. Yeah. You know, I actually vacationed here and I'm like, I didn't ask babes. Can I just be excited without hearing someone else interject or like? add on to theirs or kind of being like especially if you're excited about something people kind of add a negative aspect of it it's like oh like I'm gonna go here and do this and they're like oh I actually went there I heard it really wasn't the best but maybe you'll have fun I don't like that I don't like that I don't like that I've really been practicing because I mean there might have been times I've unintentionally did this I've really been practicing if someone's telling me good news don't bring up your good news too oh yeah hold it off like, allow them to have their moment to celebrate what they did. Like, oh, I just got, oh, my God, me too. Unless it's something that's, like, very similar. You know there's no, like, malintention. It's, like, let them have their moment for a second and then bring up your good news. It's, yeah. like, it reminds me of somebody, like, getting proposed to at your wedding. It's, like, maybe that's a little, maybe that's the most OD uh, example. But that's kind of what I think about when I talk about stuff like that. It's, like, if someone's giving you a very, very exciting announcement 
and you find a time to just make tag it about yours on to the back of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let them have their moment for at least five minutes and be like, I'm really happy for you. Like really talk about it for a second and then, and then share your good news. You know, like yeah. just have some clues in the corner about it. And my last one is people that do nasty things that affect others. <laughs> I didn't know where this was going, honestly. And I still don't actually. And I really just thought about this because I was at a potluck recently. And I feel like it always comes back to the potlucks. Like I was at a potluck and I saw this lady cut the cake, right? Like there was a cake. She was the first one to cut it. She starts cutting the cake. She starts eating the slice she has. Then she takes her fork and she just ate off of and dips it back into the main cake to take a bite more while she still has a plate full of cake. And I'm thinking, you already got cake. Let the rest of us eat cake. Because now it's contaminated. I don't know where you've been, baby. I'm not eating the cake anymore. So now everybody looking at me, today you don't want no cake? Y'all didn't just see what Susan just did. <laughs> she just contaminated the whole cake. Like just free eating it, moms. Like, like why would you do that? If there's a bowl of guacamole, why are you triple dipping? No, that's no coot. Unless you're a baby. I can't, I can't make an excuse up for you. I'm sorry. Out of the main bowl, babes? Like, what are we doing? Like, now the whole potluck's ruined. And I'm only, I'm only eating what I brought. Oh my gosh. And once I start hearing that you got cats and dogs at home and you start doing stuff like that, I'm never eating anything you make. Because in my head, I'd be imagining you making the food and you let the cat lick the spoon and then you, you do it again. Or you leave the pots and pans on the top of the stove, which is fine. But when you have pets, you don't know what they be doing when you go to sleep. And they just be just curling up in the pans. (laughs) (laughs) Or even worse, the videos of people that be washing their greens in the tub. What? Yeah. That's a new we're, one. We're washing a chicken in the bear sink. Talk about my sink is clean. I don't what? care. Why is the chicken thigh on the bottom of your sink near the garbage? What are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, that's a new one. I, I mean, I, I've seen it done in like, you know, bowls because that's. How are you supposed to do it? Okay. <laughs> like what? But that's a whole thing. As y'all know, well, Faith calls it OCD. I really don't think it's OCD. I think it's just genuine and like being clean. Like, I really don't think it's OCD at all. I think there's just certain things that people do that are just nasty. Like, how can you do that and be okay with it? I think Mama Thompson really... What? (laughs) (laughs) I just raised my hand because I literally just had one more thing that just came to my mind. I was on the subway the other day and this man is like, like he's like he's like in the spotlight of the subway. He's got this little baby and she's cute. She's you know like, but she's playing. She's playing along. Usually the babies on the subway be screaming because it's loud and it stinks. So yeah. this baby's like playing. Da, da, da. Everybody's like, oh, you know, she keeps clapping and oh, egging it on. She has a little binky. Mm. It falls on the floor of the subway. Okay. Why does he pick it up and give it back to the baby? This must be a single dad because. That's a baby. Let me tell you, everybody's look on the. It went from aww to everybody like <gasps> collective gasp. And he's still trying to play along, like he gonna get some more awe. Is looking around, like why would you all stop on? 
It's done. Now the baby got herpes. What are we doing? The subway floor, moms. I just told you what been going down. We got demons on this thing. You think you can give a you think you can give a baby her binky back? I told you we got demons and we got piss on this subway. And you giving your binky back to the baby. Have some cooth. Oh, yeah, that's no. The baby's immune system isn't ready for that. Oh. Nobody's ready for that, but the baby sure ain't. I said that immune system, if she survives this, that immune system going to be ready for anything. She's surviving the Nets pandemic with ease, baby. She's good. No vaccine, bro. No just vaccine, vibes. just vibes. God. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay, okay guys, just- my, last, my last one is... I mean, I know the girlies have seen this, you know, in the streets, at the parties, da 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 you know, a group of girls all together, but one of the friends just look a little, uh-uh, whether it's, like, the makeup don't match the face, like, the outfit, like, da-da-da-da, why, as your friend, as somebody you, you call your friend, are they not telling you look a little, uh-uh, like, I feel like, as friends, they're supposed to be telling you the truth, and, like, I see this a lot with non-matching foundation, like, I'm talking about orange, and then brown, and it's, like, I know you are a grown woman. Looked yourself in the mirror and in your car mirror before you got out of the car. What, do we got? Let's start getting foundation match, shade match. I don't know, mm. but it, it's hurting me because I know you're a beautiful woman. But it's I. We got to start looking at the tutorials. And I know I went through my my fits of I looked a hot mess. But thank the Lord that was throughout seventh grade through college. Now I see. I can say. My base routine kind of hits, kind of eats a little bit. I'm not, I mean, the, once I figured out setting spray will stop my makeup from melting. Like right now, like my mascara just melts so much. But if I threw some some NYX matte setting spray, I'm good to go. And I always wondered, how does the nature's makeup just stay? She said, girl, setting spray. I said, well, frack. Wow. The girlies may have been on to something, but it, it took my friend to tell me to get myself together. Just ask. Just ask a few questions. That's all you got to do. And honestly, I've noticed this the most. Like, when you were mentioning that, I've noticed that the most in, like, friend groups. Maybe it's because I went to a PWI and I saw this happen. Like, friend groups where it's, like, all either white or non-black people and one black girl. They will let that black girl look a little uh -uh, look a little crazy because either, one, they don't know how to tell her because they don't want to – it's not their place to be like, oh, like – you know, or two, the girl just don't know. She don't got no black friends to tell her. Like, those yeah. bots breeds don't got no more boxes. You need to take them out. How, I maybe we should ask ChatGPT. I don't know, or there should be a black ChatGPT. How do you have that conversation without coming coming off like a mean girl? Like, how do you sit, like, out of love, like an out of love conversation? Like, I don't mean to put you down, but even if I have to learn how to do box braids, we got to get those out. I think it's really just tone. Like, yeah. Like, are you coming at it like, girl, your your braids look crazy? Are you coming at it like, hey, girl, um, you know, I think maybe we should go to an appointment to get our hair done together. And then yeah, if she's, yep. you know, like, make it a together thing. That way she doesn't feel, like, isolated or like you're picking on her. Like, no, yeah. let's do this together. Like, I saw a tweet of a girl that said her friend back in, back in middle school used to be like, hey, girl, let's go drink mouthwash together because her, her breasts stink. That's crazy. Hey. Let's but go do it together, though. 
she said it just clicked for her that her friend didn't know how to tell her her breast stink, but she was making sure that she wasn't walking around stinking. And I said, that's yeah. a friend. Like, that's you know what? Let's friend. do it together. And if they aren't getting it at that point, then it's like, girl, I'm looking out for you and just telling you this because I love you, but we need to work on this. And it's really all your tone because honestly, I think it makes you look like a bad friend if your friend is out here looking crazy, and you let her, and you look and you look and put together all the way put together. It's like y'all don't it don't even match. It don't even go for real. It don't even match. And it's like have some cool. Make sure your friends look good. Make sure your friends if they if they if something if they have a wardrobe malfunction and they whole the whole side of their dress is undone, would you tell them you need to? Yeah. Cause now men is looking up your boot, like, yeah. I mean, it's really just it's really just a decorum thing for real. Absolutely, like everything on this list. Literally. Um, but that brings us to our affirmation of the week, guys. Let's start having some couth and decorum. If there is something that we talked about on this list that maybe you've done in the past, maybe you still do, we're coming to you as girlfriends and saying, let's stop doing that. Let's stand in solidarity. And it's not even in a place of judgment. It's just like we just gotta stop doing that and. We love you, but we yeah. gotta stop. We have got. <laughs> we have got to stop doing that. Oh my gosh! Okay, well, we didn't. We weren't able to get to um, the calls from request line yet um, last episode, so we're gonna go ahead and finalize the calls from request line, and we'll do some. Why would you say that? Slat um, next episode because we got a few. Um, but I'll start to read the first one, and this is definitely geared towards you, Denasia. So I'll let you answer it. But Denasia, all, not all caps, exclamation mark. I was definitely lurking in your LinkedIn and saw you intern with PwC twice, a company I'm interested in, in interning with as well. I went through two rounds of interviews this past school year and did not get an offer. Do you have any advice for me? I am a finance major and summer 2024 is my last summer before graduating, and I have no internships under my belt. I'm an early grad. Anyways, thanks for reading. Faith, also feel free to add to the discussion. Thanks. Love you guys. Podcast. Love you too, sweets. Love you, you girl. Love moms. Um, yeah, so the way that I got my internship, um, it was actually right before the pandemic. And the reason I got it is because I happened to meet um, the partner of the firm in my office uh, at a job fair that we had for accounting majors. So like I happened to meet her and she was like, you know, like just talking to me about what she does. And, you know, I just, I like the company a lot. And she said, you know, you should set up coffee chats or like just time to meet people on our team. So I started doing that. And then I went to the interview process. So it helped a lot because I, they knew me, like I went into it already having the partner vouching for my name and people that I've met vouching for me. So what I would say is if you can try to figure out who the managing partners are of the office. And if not that, figure out who the managers are or um, the VP, whatever, whoever you can find, honestly, within that office that you can meet with and just phrase it like, hi, you know, if it's on LinkedIn or if it's through email or if you can see them at a job fair or something, I would just be like, hi, you know, I've, in, I've went through a couple rounds of interviews with you guys last um, recruiting season and I just want to get to know more about the role because I'm really interested and just express that you tried before and you tried again. So you show persistence and, yeah. um, reach out to literally as many people as you can somebody will get back to you and from there once they talk to you and you you have a good chat with them ask them to meet somebody else there's somebody else in the office you can recommend and just keep on meeting them and then that way when you go through the interview process they can be like oh so-and-so yeah i met with her and you have some people vouching for you because realistically it is not about how well your resume is if they know you that means 10 times more especially in accounting 
Um, So I really recommend you do that. And especially if there's somebody that went to your college that graduated from there, um, I would talk to them specifically because they can definitely tell you like the inside scoop on what they did too. Um, I hope that helps. Yeah. And I mean, summer 24. um, Yeah, you're, you're early. You're early for recruiting season. It should happen in the fall, or at least it did for my campus. So that's good that you're thinking about it now. And like, you can have the summer to prepare, um, make sure you're CPA eligible too. like express that you're CPA eligible because they're going to ask that and make sure you have whatever credits you need in your state to pass CPA exam and sit. Because if you don't have those credits, by the time you graduate, they're going to be like, okay, do you want to get a master's of accountancy or do you not want to go for your CPA? Even if you don't want to go for your CPA to say you're not sure, I would still say that you are. Because mm-hmm. if you say you're not CPA eligible, they're going to be like, well, then why are you here? Um, I see. Yeah, but you can reach out to me too and I can give you like special like internship tips and stuff for what worked for me because I did intern twice there. And one was a start internship, um, which I think you would now, that's usually for sophomores. So now you would be eligible for an actual audit internship, which is like client facing. So just know that when you're going through the application process that like you need to be, since it will be your senior year, you need to go through um, the actual audit internship. Wow. That's a lot. Frack. Oh, the accounting program at UNLV was in, like, it was the only major you you had to take a test to get into. Like. What? Yeah. The only major where you have to get like, there's a whole test. And if you fail the test, you most times, if you couldn't retake it. If you took it at the end of the semester, you have to wait a whole another semester to try again. Like there was a lot of people that didn't pass the test and they like had their graduation delayed. Ew. A lot going on. And that, 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 that competition was steep, bro. Like recruiting season was no joke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let me go ahead and read this next one. This one's a little long, so I think we'll just have time for this one, honestly. And why would you say that? This person says, hey, y'all, love the pod. Many E's is my favorite podcast. So for background context, I'm a young black woman and I have been dating my white boyfriend for the last five years. We are both in our early 20s. Can't specify any more because all my friends also listen to the podcast, LOL. My boyfriend's dad, I'm not his biggest fan, honestly, for multiple reasons. However, it finally dawned on me why I'm not a fan of being around his dad. It's because when my boyfriend gets frustrated and mad with his dad, then lets it seep through and takes it out on me when I didn't do anything. Or if I did, it's like a small thing, but I get the wrath and he had from his dad. When he rants about his dad's doing, I agree. And I agree. He gets super defensive as well. How do you guys recommend going about this? I love, love, love my man, but his dad is something else and it be pissing me off having to take the weight of my boyfriend's frustration about a man who I barely like but just tolerate is really building a bit of resentment and annoyance I I've read this a few times and it just settled that same uh my boyfriend is not the biggest fan of my dad and hasn't been ever um and he went in with the you know open mind but you know my dad is just my sperm donor and if you know you know um, I would say it's hard because it's the man going off on another man and all you, all he wants you to do is listen and it sucks. Maybe you bring it up like, Hey, like I know your dad is a sensitive subject and I really want to be there for you, but it's really hard because I feel like sometimes you take it out on me and depending on how he, cause the thing is at the end of the day, it's your man, your man, your man, like your, his dad, is just a subsector of him, but he's probably always going to be there. 
because it doesn't seem like he's going to go no contact, which is what I have done. So I would just communicate this. Like the fact that you're coming and, and, and pinging us, like we can only tell you so much because we only know the context that you told us. Um, but maybe just let's not go around your dad as much. And if that hurt, if that hurts him, be like, I'm sorry, but like, it's a lot, it's a lot on the psyche for you to know, okay, his dad's going to piss him off. And that, and then when, when we get home, it's going to affect our home relationship. And that, and that sucks because I know y'all just want to have fun and be cute and da, 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 da. So I would say, let communicate. And, and that's all you can do for real. What do you think, Wams? Um, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like maybe you guys should have a rule in your relationship. Like we have maybe an hour a week for you to rant about your dad. And after that, we don't talk about it anymore. Or even if you are going through something like we can talk about it. If it's like something urgent, you just really need to tell me about it. Cause obviously this is your man. You want to be there for him. You want to like support him emotionally. But if it's to the point where it's like every day, his dad's doing something and he's taking it on on you. And like, it's like this, like, give and take every single day that's gonna take a toll on y'all so it's like regardless his dad is gonna be there i doubt he's gonna cut him off well he might i don't know what the relationship is but it's like if he doesn't cut him off you got to figure out a plan of action to protect your peace and his and i think the best thing you can do is be like okay you know once a week you can rant about your dad and you can get all your frustration out and i'll sit here and listen but Mm -hmm. after that this is a touchy subject for both of us if i agree with him you mad if i don't agree with him you mad so it's going to keep causing issues if you guys keep on revisiting it. So I would just set a ground rule of maybe for the next month, y'all only talk about his dad for one hour a week. If it's like something that is like something he can rant about for an hour or even 30 minutes and see how that gets y'all. Because realistically you can't keep on listening to that, especially when it's not even your dad. Like you're, you're an outsider in this, in this situation. And it's like, you know, like you want to support him, but that's really all you can do as long as the dad don't try to talk to you crazy all you uh, all you realistically have to see him is on holidays hopefully unless y'all doing it like every other sunday type beat then we might have to lower that because i don't want to see that man because i know how he makes you you feel me and the thing is is that you you said you're building resentment and annoyance towards this man the thing is is that and this is why it's really hard when you bring in like parent and family drama into relationship because it's like now you'd hate this man or like maybe that's an exaggeration but you strongly dislike this man yeah let's say a couple years down the road your boyfriend and his dad are cool now it's like that's okay because that's a that's a father-son relationship you go through stuff like that with your parents sometimes yeah but you're still holding on to that probably you're not going to forget the fact that y'all argued about him every day for a year And now all of a sudden they're okay. And you're just kind of still holding on to this. So I would really Mm -hmm. say like work on this as soon as possible. That way you don't continue building resentment because if they ever are cool that cool at some point, you know, like you still might be holding on to that. And then it's like, why are you acting weird to my my dad? Like, what did he do to you? And it's like, I'm I'm keeping in mind everything he did to you for the past year. And some change since childhood, honestly. Yeah, the dad sound toxic. So it's probably like, you know, stuff that's been building up for a while. And I would yeah. say if you can't, if that doesn't work, maybe tell them that they need to go to family therapy. Like mm-hmm. that might be a hard hitting question. And I don't think the dad would be down for that. Or maybe y'all need therapy to figure out how you can co co 
yeah, co-navigate the parent situation because realistically yeah. the dad might be stuck in his ways. He don't want to go to therapy. So if they don't want to do it together, y'all go together and it's you and him versus the problem, which is the dad. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. I'm sorry, sweets. Please sorry. let us know an update or if we help. I, I, we're not licensed anything, but you guys send us stuff in and we try to do our best. We really do. And we hope that, you know, you guys, you know, get something out of the calls from the request because we really try to give as objective as advice as possible. And sometimes I know it just helps to have somebody hear your story that's not in your close circle so you can actually air out your business and not like feel repercussions for it. And yeah, yeah. dang, I just feel really bad about that. I really hope it goes well, moms. U- update us. Yeah. Please. Um, I think why we should go straight that? into why would you say that? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, maybe two each, three yeah. max. Okay. Um, okay. So there was this video and he was on TikTok and he was being served like these like super well done steaks on like a target plate. And somebody said, y'all look at those steaks, LMAO. And somebody said, baby, if we pour, let's just chill in the videos for a bit. See, you can't even push your meal no more. Because moms, and it'd be so hard sometimes for me because, you know, I'd be, I'd be cooking. But I'm not the best at plating. But I'm like, I need y'all to know I'd be feeding this man. Because my mom, you know, she'd be like, what did you feed my son today? Girl, that's, it's not, it's not even really your son for real. He's but honestly, honestly, though, I, I do kind of get that. Because sometimes I'll be making stuff and it'd be tasting great. But if I take a picture of it, I'm like, that don't really... It don't look as good as it tastes. If it don't look as good as it tastes, I'm not posting it, babes. Because now it'll have five shares. <laughs> it's really just I'm, self-awareness. I'm like, we got to be realistic. Not everybody putting filters and having and having Pinterest-inspired, uh, not tablets, uh, plates. We got to get real. Let's get real. I don't, not um, everybody can we we can be real but if i look at your plate and look nasty don't post that i'm sorry devil's advocate over here don't post that plate like you know when your plate looking it's even like on thanksgiving people be posting that plate i'm like you shouldn't you should have left that plate at home you should not have posted that because now people asking who made it The mac and cheese is giving craft on Thanksgiving, babes. Don't post the plate. Fold it. Fold it up or face down it in the trash if it's a nasty plate. Do not post that plate for the sake of the rest of us. Because I like to eat. And if I if I see a nasty plate, I'm not maybe that's why would you say it on my end? I'm not, I don't want to see your nasty plates. And I think for me, my current era is I've been because the thing is, I could be very judgmental. Like, I, I don't know if it's from my no, no, I don't know. It's from my dad. Um, but I've been, been being like, let's just maybe that really made them happy. And that's and that is what I say. And I clicked her. I mean, that's that's fair. That's, well, that's if you post the plate and it look and you know, it looks nasty. It's not even like, oh, well, that, that's not, that, that's a little questionable. You know, it looks nasty. That was this plate because it's it's in our thread. Moms, what's yours? <laughs> Mine. Um, I can't remember if we did this last episode. I'm gonna just read it up anyway. Okay. This girl says, "You want to get rid of a man? Stop washing your ass, like completely. Yes. Just don't bathe anymore." I know you're, that made your skin itch. 
I know her skin itch. Cause why are we not bathing? <laughs> I got, there's gotta be another way. I think that it's giving how to lose a man in 10 days. Yeah. I think about three days in you, you lost him. Even two. Cause sometimes in this heat, even one. Huh. I'll be going right. outside. I'm like, no way. This is the same heat that like the slaves was in. Granted, I am in a Northern state. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I have similar thoughts, but I just say I don't, I I was born in the right generation. Yeah, and the thing is, unfortunately, my dad has said this, this exact same thing, and I don't agree with a lot of things that man says. But he said I wouldn't be a good slave. I would. I don't think any of us would. And honestly, I just I just remember that sometimes I remember I'm in a I'm in an original thirteenth colony. And sometimes that really shakes me to my core. Because I'd be thinking like when I when I like drive past certain buildings, it'd be like built in sixteen why are there numbers that start with one? One sits? Not even one nine. One sits? That's crazy. Like and it really makes me so sad because I'm like, if you would have just taken me and plopped me in a different generation. And not even that far off of a generation either. Maybe a two to three back. Like, I don't know if I would have made it. I wouldn't have. Knowing what I know now about current life. (laughs) Because imagine the plates back in the 16s. I mean, they was making up stuff. They was just making up stuff what they had. Freestyling. And it's like, that's just what you have to do. Pig feet chitlins but it's like realistically what do you do and even the white people what plates was they making i don't want to know Skipping vibes I... okay what what my, my next <laughs> bread my what next... else were they making moms what else were they what else were they making they were hunting and churning butter it's giving bread yeah yeah, I mean, I'll I be making bread. Y'all know. Um, okay, uh, why do we bash homewreckers for breaking up a marriage, but we never question if the wife and infant had infant child had bad vibes? I hate that tweet. I hate that tweet. Bad vibes? And and then somebody, like, replied to the tweet. And you know that, that like, viral thing where the, the man is having beef with the baby? Yes. That's, I mean, it, it definitely does give that baby had bad vibes. Because, like, do you want to fight? Like, and that's why I'm scared because when we all have kids, it's like, we not the kids no more. Like, we the mamas and the daddies and the aunts and uncles. And that's scary. Like, it's it's that's up to us now. Bro, why why did um uh the little girl, I think I said her name, Kylie's, Kylie's mom going to talk about some, yeah, y'all the aunts and uncles, so she can have hot Cheetos at y'all house because she don't have it at our house. Aunts and uncles? We never signed up for that role. Ever. We just here to play Fortnite with her and give her a few dinners. <laughs> and just and, and let you have a one fun night a, a few, every few months. It never gave aunts and uncles. But if you think about it, with our age, she's nine. She's about to turn ten. Big big one zero. It's giving aunts and uncles. It is giving aunts and uncles, unfortunately. Unfortunately. TT Faith. Ugh. <laughs> That's insane. Cause that that feels like hope and hope or joy has kids and it never gave they was having kids before me, ever. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I can't even speak because I know I'm not having kids. My sister might have me beat. 
for a while. Yeah, Miss um, Bet might have been on it. Well, actually, I don't know. Maybe Kayla not either. It's 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 looking a little slow for the grandparents at the moment. They're not gonna be grannies for a while. But I think my mom and my dad have both accepted that. Um, okay, well, that's good. I I I, I hope. Okay. Because you know, at a certain age, they'd be like, "I want some oh, grandkids." Now, before it was abstinence. So, which one is it? It's it's a solid jump. I don't know when they make that jump, but it's definitely given. Like my mom, solid. My mom would be, my mom would be ex, ex, ex all the exes should be ex, exclaiming to the to Facebook, of course, that she had a you know because she she's a Facebook queen, um, that she's having a grandchild and she's like she she texted me. I don't know when she texted me talking about some. I know what I want my grandchildren to call me, mom. What, There's no baby on the way. Never gay birth control faithfully vibes. What Literally. the fuck? Why are you Faith, texting me? Faithfully. Faithfully. Okay. Anyways, moms, what's your last one? Um, somebody said Sunday is really the best day to go entertain your artsy tote man. Let that man enjoy football all day. I mean, if if you really wanted to have a diversified roster, that would be the best day to diversify. Yeah, or even one that like that watches football, one watches basketball because I think they're opposite seasons. And soccer, if you have one little like like a Spanish. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> not not football. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I be clapping in y'all ears, but sometimes the things the major says, I have to clap. Sorry, sometimes, so sorry. Like one day we might have to go back and see all the why would you say that's but what we've said because I think we've Loki beat out some of these tweets i'm not gonna hold you we have and we don't realize so why would you say that until we like till we say it and i'm like wait why would i say that and it's just what we be thinking but like unfortunately slash fortunately we have a audio diary of what we be thinking and we all on on that note one last thing y'all before we end this episode i have a why would you do that um carly russell faking her abduction or her kidnapping did you see that man uh her boyfriend very fine man i must admit is hosting is is hosting parties now to find a new girlfriend (laughs) what talking about something i'm no longer with carly but i am trying to find some me be somebody the crazy part is his followers went through the roof mind you i'm looking at him he's very fine but i'm thinking if you go to a brunch in dc or new york or atlanta on a sunday you can probably find about eight of him like why was she she left her wig at the scene of the kidnapping moms she left her wig moms the way my mom was like did you hear about that girl who left the baby on the side of the road i'm like what i guess she put the baby on a the kidnappers put the baby inside the road so she could pull over and i'm sitting here like dang like i'm about to get kidnapped now she got everybody anxiety on 10 and the mama's anxiety because you know it goes straight to facebook oh i genuinely feel like she didn't think it would make national news she thought it would be just enough to scare her ex-boyfriend and be like oh my god i didn't appreciate her now she's been kidnapped like i guarantee that's what happened and now she she came back because for one, she realized it made national news. Everybody talking about it. Yeah. Why would you come forward? Me personally, I'm sticking with the lie. I'm going to have to move to a different country because the embarrassment of coming back and admitting you actually never, you faked it all. You, t- you took your own clothes and your wig and put it on the side of the road. 
And, this and then, did you see her Google searches? Her Google searches, the police found her Google searches. Her Google searches was like, do you have to pay for an Amber Alert? Do Amber <laughs> Alerts still go out if you're not a kid? That was me when Lola took a nap way too long. I, I was like, do Amber Alerts work for adults? I was very serious. But I'm like, girl, you didn't even try to cover your tracks. Like, she had a slew, a slew of Google searches all related to kidnapping. She talked about, if I leave my wig at the scene, can they track me? Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. But her Google searches were insane. And that's how police were like, something's up, bro. This girl lying. That's so insane and so irritating because there's a lot of actual black women who are actually getting kidnapped. And, and children, Amber Alerts getting sent out. And now, like, we actually, this made news. And now people la- just laughing at black women more than they already do. And it's just very irritating because it's like, oh, she probably faked it too for her. Bo- Thank you. It literally invalidates everybody else that's going through that right now. Especially if someone has a missing family member. Imagine that. Like, they just dedicated all these resources trying to find this girl. It's making national news. And her story could actually happen. Somebody could actually pull over to help a child on the side of the road, and now they get kidnapped. And now, yeah. let's say that actually happens, somebody's not going to take that serious, that call serious. Yeah. It's, just, it's just very irritating. It's just like... It was and- really just an L. It was just an L for everybody involved. She didn't have coos nor decorum, and that's why she did it. And that's why she did it. Shawty, like, me? If I ever had to fake a kid... First of all, if you hear I'm kidnapped, know that shit is real. I'm not running away. I am not running away, okay? If you hear Denasia Thompson missing, I will never fake my disappearance, baby. I got too much going on, and I like my apartment too much to leave it. So realistically, it's not going to be me, babes. But if I ever did in her situation... She should have did it so much. She just executed it poorly. She needed an alibi. She had somebody saying, oh, I did see her on the side of the road. She, 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 I drove past, but I saw her. She didn't have nobody lying for her. No alibi, no backup, no, no something to hide her Google searches. Like she's just doing this free willy nilly on her Google account. Raw dog vibes. Insane. Insane. Carly. Do better. And no next time. No do better next time. Just do better. Just don't do it. Well, got me there. Frack. <laughs> well, um, this was a solid episode. We love y'all so much. And just be ready for the rest of the season because we got a lot of fun things coming. We do. We have a lot coming up. And make sure you guys are part of the group me so you can hear about it too. And you can participate in the book club because that's coming up. And we got to start getting a schedule going with y'all so that way we can all have our books read. Okay. Okay. At least one. We need to read at least one book this year. At Minimum. least one. At least one. And this this could be your one. So we got it. But okay, um, all right, y'all. This is a very long episode. So we will see y'all next week. Yes. Make sure y'all reading One of Us is Lying. Bye. Bye.